You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Dat. Today we are talking Cardinals baseball, and we bring in our Cards reporter, Jennifer Langosh, for MLB.com. Jennifer, you wrote on your story for MLB.com recently, more than a quarter of the Cardinals' 40-man roster has turned over since the end of last season, which is uh, pretty interesting. Out with the old and in with the new, I guess. Are there any other additions, though, we can expect for this team before opening day? You know, I think there's still a chance, especially given how stagnant this free agent market has been. And, of course, we've all discussed that ad nauseum the last couple months, just the lack of players signing as quickly as usual. So, you know, the Cardinals are a team that remain opportunistic in the market. They still have some financial flexibility. So, you know, if asking prices drop and if players they didn't expect to be available are still available, say, in late February, early March, uh, not out of the realm of possibility that the Cardinals make an addition. I would think if they did, it would likely be on the pitching side, either for bullpen help um, or to give them more depth in their starting rotation. But as it stands now, the team is also very content with what it's done. And, you know, a lot of that activity, it seems long ago because it happened back in December, but adding a Marcelo Zuna, adding a Miles Michaelis to the rotation and getting Luke Gregerson, who will likely get the first opportunity to close, Cardinals really believe that they kind of addressed the three areas they felt they needed to going into the offseason. So they like what they have, um, but certainly are in position to pounce if the right opportunity arises here in the next few weeks. All right, let's talk about big picture for this team. What do you believe from the GM and front office perspective is the goal that they're trying to accomplish this spring training, this season, obviously in a tough division, and uh, looking up at the Cubs as the two-time defending uh, division champs? Yeah, I mean, this is a team that wants to get back to playing in October. I mean, simply put, and really beyond that, this is a club that also wants to reclaim the division and also believes that it should be year in and year out a World Series contender. Now, uh, you know, the last two years, of course, the Cardinals have been on the outside looking in at the postseason. They haven't missed the postseason three years in a row since the 1990s. I mean, that's just something around here that, um, at least in the eyes of fans and management, is unacceptable. So um, while so many teams may be rebuilding or tearing down before they build back up, the Cardinals just want to kind of keep it what they have and supplement, you know, kind of where they felt that they had lacked some options last year. So this is a club that believes it can play with the Cubs. Um, certainly comes into the season, I think, predicted by many to be a second or third place finisher in the division. But um, they, they should be very competitive. And again, this is a team with its eyes on October and anything less than that. Uh, would, would quite frankly be a failure for this organization. All right, so now for this next question, I feel like the easy answer is Marcelo Zuna. But for fans who are going down to spring training, what's the most excited thing that they should be you know, looking for and, and excited to see for this season? Yeah, Marcelo Zuna certainly falls on that list. You know, I think Alex Reyes is another guy who um, is going to be very intriguing throughout spring training. I mean, let's see, what does he look like coming back from Tommy John surgery? How quickly does he progress? You know, the Cardinals have talked kind of about a soft target date of May 1st for his potential return. Well, you know, can he speed up that process with what he does this spring or does, is there a setback along the way? So he's a guy to keep an eye on. And, you know, if you kind of look even way down the roster and what kind of the future could hold, um, there's some young guys coming in as non-roster invitees, uh, Jordan Hicks and Ryan Helsley in particular, that the Cardinals believe could impact this team as relievers before the end of the season. So, you know, one of the joys for me of covering spring training is always getting to see players that I don't typically get to see during the season and kind of the up-and-comers. Um, those are two guys to keep an eye on. But 
Uh, watching Marcelo Zuna, I think, will be a treat for Cardinal fans. Maybe they've seen him play kind of on the backfields across the complex, where, of course, the, you know, the Marlins share the same Florida complex with the Cardinals. But um, seeing how he takes to his new team, seeing how things kind of pan out in the outfield, and seeing how the Cardinals put together a lineup around him, I think those are all going to be storylines this spring. How about Luke Gregerson? What can fans expect from him in terms of an introduction? Because, you know, like you said, some some of them have seen him during spring training, maybe because they share a facility, but uh, and obviously have watched him during the season, but are going to see an up close and personal look at Luke Gregerson this year. Yeah, you know, you don't want to put a lot on spring training performance, but I do think for Luke Gregerson, it is going to be um, somewhat important for him to go out and have a good spring. I mean, he's obviously coming off a, a disappointing season in his own eyes, a season that uh, was a step back. He saw that ERA jump. He saw a lot of home runs allow kind of things that he hadn't been bitten by previously in his career. Um, again, I think he's going to get the first crack at closing, but say he doesn't have a stellar spring training, does that open the door potentially for somebody else in that bullpen to take over that ninth inning job? So Cardinals would really, really like to come out of spring training with a little bit of clarity as to how they're going to cover the ninth inning. A strong spring from Luke Gregerson, I think, would give them a little bit of peace of mind. And it would also buy the organization a bit more time, especially if you know perhaps they would like to eventually plug in an Alex Reyes or one of these other young pitchers into that ninth inning spot, at least if Luke can get them going there, um, keep them in games, close out games in, in the months of April and May. It positions this team very well, I think, for the season. Jennifer, what's the overall experience for fans down at spring training? Because I know a lot of fans have been there before and might, you know, miss out this year. So we can kind of, uh, you know, play on nostalgia there. Or a lot of fans are going down for the first time this year and have a lot of expectations for this team. What can they expect specifically from the spring training experience, the facilities, and the kind of access that they get to these players? Yeah, I mean, it's the most intimate access you're going to get to this team at any point during the year. Now it's it's funny because Cardinal Nation certainly descends upon Jupiter. Um, you know, it's a very unique, I, I think, in, in how many fans do travel down to see Cardinal spring training. But, um, you know, you think about the games, and, of course, there's opportunities to watch the, the, the games and the players play. But, um, you know, for me, kind of roaming around the backfields can be one of the most um, exciting experiences for a fan. You get a glimpse at some of the young players. You can kind of walk up right to the fence and, and, and see your heroes playing just a couple feet away from where you're standing. Um, and those backfields are free access for all, so you don't have to have a ticket to buy them. And, you know, the Cardinals kind of setup is very unique, too, in that their their complex is nestled in a little town called Abacoa. Right across the street, you find restaurants, you find shopping, you find food truck festivals, um, different international markets that come through during the month of March. So it really brings the town to life. Um, and certainly, again, it's an up-close opportunity to get to see these Cardinal players, get some autographs, snap some photos, um, and see them kind of in an intimate way. You don't necessarily get at Bush Stadium during the season. Two recommendations that I have for fans. One, bring your sunscreen. And two, do not be scared off by those Florida thunderstorms. Those things are massive. They are scary and uh, will totally come out of nowhere. But don't worry because they're an everyday occurrence, especially in the spring for Florida. So that was something that I learned down at spring training. What's a lesson that you've learned from past spring trainings that you would pass on? Yeah, sunscreen is a big one. You don't think about it. Um, but those early days of spring, we always see, especially the writers, you know, we're not thinking about our sunscreen. So we always come home with sunburn um, shoulders and necks. But um, just, again, you know, embrace the experience and kind of go off the beaten path would probably be my biggest recommendation. Don't feel like you have to pay money for the ticket to go see the game in the stadium. Um, go explore some of the other areas that are free access. Um, don't hesitate to ask for autographs. This is the time of year 
the players are most excited to interact with fans. Everybody's in a good mood. Um, you know, everybody still thinks that there's great aspirations and expectations of playing into October. So it's just kind of a, a low key fun six, seven weeks down there. Um, and certainly a great experience for fans who make that track. All right, let's take our uh, our shot at predicting who's going to make the 25-man roster. Let's start with the starting rotation and how you believe it's going to play out, and then we'll go bullpen and around the horn. Yeah, starting with the rotation, I mean, I think – uh, you know, barring injury, which, you know, historically for this team in recent years, spring training has not been kind. Uh, you know, typically, uh, you know, it happened again last year with Alex Reyes. There's often somebody who gets shut down at the end of the season early in spring training. But if things go as planned, um, Carlos Martinez will anchor that rotation. Michael Walker will be in it. Adam Wainwright as well, assuming that he comes back healthy from his elbow cleanup. Miles Mikolas who they acquired after Mikolas spent three years pitching in Japan. And then that last spot, I think, will belong to Luke Weaver. Now, the Cardinals have some other young pitchers that might compete for that spot. Um, but the way Luke pitched in August and September last year certainly gives him the inside track. All right. So how about the bullpen? Yeah, bullpen, too, I think is is fairly set. We talked about Luke Gregerson being the ninth inning guy. Um, the Cardinals have a couple of relievers out of options and Tyler Lyons and Sam Tuivalala. So I would expect... Um, both of them to factor into that opening day bullpen. Uh, the Randall Grichik trade, which brought back Dominic Leone from Toronto. He is going to be a guy who the Cardinals can plug in as a late inning reliever. And around them, you still have Brett Cecil, Matt Bowman, and John Brebbia, all of who contributed last season. So um, those seven guys, I, I think, have the inside track. Um, you know, there's some others like a Ryan Sheriff or a Mike Mayers. Uh, a John Gant who may factor in as well, but uh, the bullpen looks to be shaping up, I think, pretty predictably heading into spring. Okay, and how about position players? Yeah, I, you know, as far as your starters, I don't really think there's going to be much intrigue or competition. Uh, of course, you have Yachty behind the plate, and Carson Kelly will likely be his backup again across the infield. Matt Carpenter, Colton Wong, Paul DeYoung, and Jed Jerko line up as your starters. Uh, Greg Garcia is kind of the utility infielder that can play any of those positions. He'll be back, I would expect, on the bench. Of course, your outfield, which is kind of um, really probably one of the best in the league. You look at Marcelo Zuna, Tommy Pham, Dexter Fowler. Jose Martinez will find a fit on this team. He can play both corner outfield spots or first base. I think Harrison Bader has a, has a good shot at maybe being that fourth-slash-fifth outfielder. He can play all three outfield positions, including center field, bring some power, bring some speed. And then that 25th spot, I think, is um, probably the one that's most unsettled. Luke Voigt is a guy that I would keep an eye on. Now, positionally, doesn't have a lot of flexibility. We saw last year, though, that he has some scary power, and having him as an extra first baseman who can come off the bench and be a threat is something that I think the Cardinals might like. All right, a lot to look forward to for Cardinals fans, and uh, they should be very excited about that, especially the ones making the trip down to Jupiter. Jennifer, we're going to talk about some news that you announced on Twitter. You're going to be stepping away temporarily, just temporarily, from the Cards Beat to dedicate your attention to becoming a mom. Congratulations. I know uh, your baby girl is due very soon, so we're all very happy for you and your husband. That's going to be pretty exciting. And uh, Joe Trezza will take over for the Cardinals beat in the interim, and we're excited to have Joe join us for a, a little while here while you spend some time with your family. 
Yeah, thank you. It's funny. We just talked about the spring training experience that I'm actually not going this year. So first time um, in 11 years that I won't be down at spring training. But as you mentioned, my husband and I are expecting a little girl here in the next few weeks. So um, I will be stepping away probably back on the beat, I would say maybe around June. So hopefully at that time, things will be very exciting in the National League Central. It'll be exciting summer of baseball to cover. But um, Cardinal fans are in good hands with Joe. Joe actually interned here in St. Louis at the Post-Dispatch newspaper several years ago covering the Cardinals, and he's been working with MLB.com up in New York the last few years. So um, he's excited to get going. I know his coverage is going to be terrific. Won't miss a beat. He'll be handling the podcast as well. So um, hopefully Cardinal fans perhaps enjoy a new voice for a little while. Be nice to Joe and um, do know that I will be back in a couple months. Yes, we will be anxiously awaiting your return and uh, best wishes to you and your husband. Uh, congratulations again. And uh, yeah, like I said, we will talk to you just as things start get revved up here during the season for the Cardinals. So uh, we'll be thinking about you, Jennifer, and uh, appreciate you joining the podcast this week. Yeah, thanks so much, Alexa. All right, that's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Cardinals edition. We will be back next week with a brand new episode, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Thanks, Jennifer.